Welcome to the Weekend Warriors Fishing Podcast, presented by 13 Fishing Canada. Make your own luck. We're here to scratch that angling itch and talk everything fishing. Join us as we sit down with special guests from across the industry. Now, here's your hosts, Brandon Cater and Logan Lewis. What is going on, Weekend Warriors? Welcome back to another episode. This is going to be... Um, this is going to be a recap on our March Madness Classic that we held across the province of Saskatchewan. Uh, it was a catch photo release tournament. And we actually had a ton of entries that, you know, we didn't really have a lot of time to advertise the tournament. Um, but all in all, you know, we're, we're very happy with everybody that entered, all the catches. We had tons of big fish. Uh, we're going to dive into that too. So, um, I'm, I'm Brandon Cater, if you haven't been here before, and I'm sitting here with my co-host, Logan Lewis. Logan, how the heck are you? I know you were out fishing during that time, you know, um, your cousin was fishing in the tournament, and, uh, yeah, how you been? Been really good, yeah, I got, uh, last weekend actually was my last weekend of this, uh, this ice fishing season, because taken off to Mexico for a wedding on this last weekend that, uh, there you go. that we have for this season here, so, I guess I'd like to be out there fishing, but can't complain about going to Mexico, right? So, um, no, it was good. Got uh, got out Friday, Saturday, Sunday last weekend. Uh, did some tip-up fishing for a couple of days. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and then hit up Last Mountain on Sunday and kind of multi-species day. But, yeah, no, it was good. Really nice weather to get out there this, this past weekend. Started to definitely get into that kind of spring weather. We've got a couple cold days followed by a couple warm days and uh, won't be long. I know the ice... The ice seems to be uh, sticking around a lot longer this year just with that snow cover on top. Um, it was still actually at Last Mountain with my 8-inch uh, light flight Strike Master auger there. Um, didn't even get all the way through. I was about oh, yeah. half an inch short. Like some holes would just, the, the tooth would just punch through and a little bit of water would slowly make its way up. Um, other than that, needed an extension, which I was surprised about. Like I, I always just thought ice got thicker on buffalo shallower lakes stuff like that right um more it's basically one of the first to freeze over too compared to last mountain but no turns out the, the ice was thicker at last mountain so luckily my buddy had his extension for his strike master and we were able to punch some holes but uh yeah how have you been pretty good yeah like uh you know like i said in other episodes i haven't been out fishing i don't know if i'm gonna get out here this weekend this would be the only weekend that i could get out just to kind of like a nightcap you know and on the ice fishing season i only got out a few times but this would just be like a nice little nightcap to just wet a line catch a couple fish and uh you know maybe catch some decent sized fish like what was entered into this tournament but there are some monsters so you know if i can go out there and catch a 40 inch pike this weekend i'll be happier than you know a kid on christmas <laughs> that's that's the pg version of that <laughs> yeah no it uh yeah. we actually saw a couple a couple of nice pike on the camera i had the the markham down the markham pursuit uh hdl been using that this season and it's been you got, you got that back yeah they were good um basically sent it in they have a, a thing in a station in winnipeg whatnot and that okay. was sent back within the week so no it worked out well um once we got that back, I think I've had it for a couple weekends here, but yeah, we had it set up on sitting on some of the tip ups. We just sit in the truck, ran the camera into the truck and just kind of hit record. Once some pike came around, there was some big pike that came around and it's, it's, you see it in all the videos and stuff. It's pretty crazy that 
we didn't have a single flag. We had four tip-ups out between the six of us um, and didn't have a flag go once. But there was pike around the, at least the one tip-up that we could see underwater with the camera there. There was pike around it. They hit it a couple times, stuff like that, just didn't commit. And these were some, I would say each pike was for sure over 40 inches, just a nice hump on the back, big belly, everything like that. They were, they were some nice fish, but... It kind of just goes to show if you, if you didn't have that down there, you'd be thinking, well, this isn't a great pike fishing spot or whatnot. Cause we were trying yeah. a new area and, um, it's definitely, definitely helpful for that. So if you're looking for some forties, I could tell you where there's some, I just don't know if they're hungry. <laughs> I think, you know, at this point of the season too, though, right? Like, I mean, everything's kind of activating now. I've, I've been seeing so many big, even jumbo perch, walleye, burbot, yep. pike, like it's just such a great time of year to go out fishing. I mean, obviously safety starts becoming a pretty, pretty big concern too but we've we've been having pretty decently cold weather still so um you know ice should be fairly safe you know if you're walking out um yeah like i i wouldn't mind getting out there but yeah like you mentioned that camera um i've never used a camera for tip-up fishing like that would be huge mm-hmm. um even matt got mac at uh goddard i think you say that's how you say his last name he was fishing yep. in, in in our tournament he tagged us in a post the other day uh, when he was tip up fishing for pike using a live uh live scope, yeah, crazy like live imaging and cameras are huge. Like even for you know tip up fishing, you know a lot of people go out there, you know they'll use their sonar to you know set their bait at the right depth if they're not laying on bottom if they wanted to foot off bottom or whatever, yeah, and then they'll just leave their tip up out and you don't you have no idea what's going going on underneath the water so. Um, live scope camera complete, completely changes the tip up game for Pike. Um, but I guess, should we dive in? Should we dive into some results of the tournament? Um, obviously we got lots of great entries. Um, for a while there, it looked like we were going to have maybe a tie in the adult yeah. Pike category. Uh, we ended up not having a tie. More big fish got entered. Um, and we got our top three. And I think we have 10 over a hundred centimeters, which is, you know, those are big fish. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, this is basically going to be a recap of the tournament. Uh, some pretty, some pretty cool stuff to come in in this episode as far as some of the fish we saw and stuff like that. But I think before we do that, uh, gotta definitely mention our sponsors, um, 13 fishing presenting sponsor. They also sponsored with, with, uh, strike master Rapala 13 were sponsors for the leaderboards. Correct. So, um, Big thank you to them for, for coming on. Uh, you can use our code in the show notes below. Save yourself 15% off. Um, I know I've been stocking up on some things here now that we're getting closer to uh, to spring and open water season. So definitely check that out. And uh, also want to say thank you to Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation for sponsoring us again this year. Um, definitely. Uh, actually, speaking of that, I did see James, former guest, doing some video work at the Warrior Game on Saturday. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Oh, I saw yeah. him from afar. I was going to say hi to him, but uh, he was a couple sections away and I was with some friends there. But uh, yeah, so that's a little little side note there. Uh, the head of fisheries at the Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation. But yeah, big thank you to them for coming on. Get yourself a membership. It's nice and cheap. Comes with lots of lots of benefits, including the magazine, which uh, I've been given a read the last couple of months and there's some pretty cool stuff in there. But uh, we'll have a quick word here from Lucky Bastard Distillers as well. Um, and then we'll be sure to hop into the results of this tournament. There are certain moments in life that really stick with you. This is definitely one of them. 
The thrill of the deal, my friends, is not a myth. Prohibition is over, Saskatchewan. Ask about LB's legendary Birmingham's Dill Pickle Vodka. After all, it's not a party until someone pulls out the pickle. Tours and tastings available. Call or stop by 814 47th Street East. And tonight, why not mix your Caesar with some lucky bastard? It's the one with the pickle in it. So, I guess... To start things off, before we get into announcing the official winners and stuff like that, like everyone can go check out the uh, leaderboards and whatnot on the website. Uh, I just wanted to go through some of the back end stuff. So for any of you that uh, entered fish in the event, I was the one approving them, stuff like that, making sure you'd entered the right species, uh, making sure what the lengths were, everything like that, making sure the proper bump board type systems were used and everything like that. So um if you had any grievances with that, don't get mad at Brandon, get mad at me. But uh, I didn't have to reject a single catch. Uh, there's one one that was it went into a quarantined entries, which uh, basically means that it, it came from a gallery, like your photo album somehow, which I don't know how that worked. But anyways, that one wasn't included in the event and wasn't a, wasn't a top three fish anyway, so it, it didn't much matter. But as far as total entries, we had 112 total entries as far as fish submitted into the event. And we had a total of 52 adults sign up and five youth for a total of 57 paid participants, which we were pretty happy with. Uh, we weren't sure how it was going to go just with the short notice. Obviously that wasn't ideal, right, Brandon? Like we, we wanted to get more notice, but yeah, we also didn't want to announce that we were doing it and have people get excited or trying to sign up before we actually had the official go ahead with the permit and stuff like that. So anyways, that's what we had for that. So we were definitely happy with that. Thank you to everyone who, who signed up and fished. Uh, we got tons of messages uh, trying to help out. There wasn't really any issues with the app at all, which was nice. Makes it a lot easier for, for myself with basically some people. I think they changed how you submit a catch since like some people had fished walleye wars and stuff like that. But other than that, it was pretty simple fixes just had to be like, I'll just do this, this, and you're, and you're good to go. So that was nice that that ran smoothly. Um, lots of hero photos. Like we talked about some big fish, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, definitely happy with that. And, um, I don't know. Do you have anything on that, on that topic, Brandon? No, I think, you know, our goal was to, to, you know, hopefully hit around 60 plus entries and we were pretty dang close. Yeah. Um, I think, the goal is to make this an annual thing. So, you know, now that, you know, the first one's under the belt, people know about it. We basically have, you know, a full year to plan and, you know, get the word out about it, get the permitting in place in a timely manner. Um, you know, next year we're, you know, we're hoping it's a massive tournament and the payouts are, are huge. So this is, this is a tournament we wanted to run for anglers across the province and we've had a lot of good feedback. So, you know, this is something that we do plan on running, um, hopefully next year as well. So. Yeah. And, and as far as like, I know we talked about, I think in both episodes, but basically, um, we had a certain threshold that we were needing to meet before those prizes were going to grow. Uh, we didn't meet, meet that one, but obviously we said the three K is still guaranteed. So that's still being paid out. Um, that's not an issue or anything, but in case some people are wondering about that or wondering why the final payouts and stuff didn't change at all, that was why we were really close to it, to that threshold. Um, and we're hoping we'll be able to break that next year so that those payouts are even higher and everything like that. But I mean, still the way I look at it is lots of the people that listen to this. If you're listening to a podcast about fishing, you probably fish quite a bit. Um, 
I mean, yeah, it was, it was $60, $60 to enter for the adults, 30 for the youth. I mean, you're out fishing already anyways. Like I know people like Matt, Ryland, Zach, those guys that fished it, they're out fishing tip-ups this time of year anyways, right? So I'm like, you're trying to catch those big fish anyways. Why not enter the event and potentially get something from those big fish you're catching, right? So um, that was my biggest thing. Like I, like, like many people, you're targeting pike this time of year, burbot. The one that was maybe a bit different was walleye, and we kind of saw that a bit with the with the results too. Um, but I mean, that's my thing. You're going out anyways. Why not participate in a, an event that's that's pretty cool and and unique, being province wide. You're not stuck to a certain portion of a lake. So um, I think that's one thing that I found pretty cool. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I think. I think too. One thing to note: anybody listening that maybe entered in the tournament, um, you know, this was an opportunity too, right? You're gonna catch massive fish potentially get paid out but it's also an opportunity to submit your catches to, into the saskatchewan master angler program yep. so um you know you kind of double dip in there with with entries and uh, crossing some master anglers off your list uh, if you don't have the the app yet go check it out saskatchewan master angler app from saskatchewan wildlife federation um yeah it's a it's a really cool app too that you can submit fish to all year round um but yeah, basically just an opportunity to to submit into two different um, entries. Yeah, exactly. And like I, I saw that firsthand, uh, taking my cousin out who's in the youth category. Um, in the three, two or three weekends that we fished, uh, he had a master angler, I believe whitefish, Cisco, burbot. He didn't get the pike though, but still he got got three new species to add to to that, right? So. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool as well. He's pretty pumped about getting a certificate and stuff like that. That'll be coming his way. So I guess talking about the youth, uh, I, d- I don't think we've mentioned what the, the payouts are going to be for the youth, but uh, basically for the youth, it'll be first, second, and third, just like the adult ones. But these payouts are going to be in the form of product um, that uh, Rapala Strike Master 13 sent us for those prizings. So uh, first, first place payout is going to be 250 in product. Second place is 150 and third place was a, is going to be $100. So for those of you that are listening that are in the youth category, uh, that's what you can kind of expect coming your way as far as that. So Burr basically will contact you. All the winners here will contact you uh, and get your information for, for the adult categories. We'll just be e-transferring you the money, most likely. Um, that'll be the easiest way. And then as far as the youth prizing and stuff like that, we'll be letting our people know at, uh, at 13 there what your guys' addresses are, and they'll be shipping out uh, the product at that value amount. So um, basically, once this episode goes out, we'll be contacting everyone that well, that was the winners. We've got all your email addresses in the system here, and uh, we'll be good to go there. So I guess without further ado, do we want to get into the leaderboards? Yeah, let's dive in. I think uh, I think we just have to start with Adult Pike. Yeah. Like that. that was by far... By far the most competitive leaderboard um, out of the tournament. You know, tons of huge fish here. Um, like I mentioned earlier in this episode, we had 10 fish over 100 centimeters. Yeah. And, you know, that leading fish is just massive. But, you know, kind of expected from from this guy. Too, <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Um, I guess <laughs> we'll, just di- we'll just dive right into first, second, and third. You know, in third place, uh, we had Brooklyn Dane. Uh, with a 111.1 centimeter pike, 
Um, beautiful fish. Uh, she submitted some hero shots and she caught a bunch of big, big pike. So congratulations, Brooklyn. We will be reaching out to you and um, you'll be getting your, your prize e-transferred to you um, that way. Second place, Matt Goddard, 113.3. This fish is like huge. Yeah. This fish is fat. But um, yeah, he he also had a ton of great entries. Like so many people were entering multiple massive fish, but all you need is one big one to win. And Ryland Parrot, he uh, he slid into first place there with a one fourteen point three centimeter pike. Uh, I don't know the exact conversion. I'm going to assume this is like forty five inches. I was just doing it on my phone. Um, it's uh, 114, so, 114 is 44.88 inches. Sorry, yeah, 44.88 inches. Yeah, okay, so, so just over 114, so 45 inches, give or take a little bit. Yeah. Um, let's see, looking at this picture. Yeah, it looks like it's just a hair over 45 inches. So, Rylan, buddy, congratulations. That's a freaking awesome fish. Um, yeah, you'll be taking home some cash. We'll be e-transferring all three of you guys. Um, for your prizing. So thank you guys for, you know, fishing the tournament and congratulations. Those are unreal pike. Yeah, exactly. Like for, for context, we had 10 pike that were entered in the leaderboard over that uh, 100 centimeters. So 100 centimeters, well, like I guess 103.5 is going to be over 40 inches. So all those fish were over 40 inches. Yeah. Um, one thing to keep in mind too is that's just each person's biggest. So like Matt... Yeah. I think he he upgraded, so he had a couple forty inches that he had entered into the event. So uh, that's pretty crazy to keep in mind. Like uh, I was, I actually messaged Ryland once he entered that fish, and I was like, "Thank you for for catching that one," because he there was a a tie for third place for the longest time. Um, At like one oh nine, yeah, one oh nine. Like Jeff and Brandon had. They were they ended up tied at one oh nine point nine. There was a one ten point five, one oh nine, one oh eight point six. Like all these fish were so close. And Rylan was another one tied at the one oh nine point nine. So we had three people at one oh nine point nine. I'm like, there's a tiebreaker in the rules, it's just whoever had caught their fish first. But I'm like, you don't want to have to tell a guy, oh, you actually didn't get third because this guy caught got to fish before you kind of thing, right? So um maybe he got yeah. out on a Thursday and you couldn't fish till saturday right so that was nice that uh, that got broken up i mean some huge fish i kind of figured it would be around that 44 inches um that would kind of be competing for that top spot so i know rylan was going hard you never know though like you never know like i was like okay maybe like a 42 to 44 might win yeah. this but then there's like you see i think we saw out at lake even bigger i think there was like a 48 caught yeah. couple yeah exactly ago. Yeah, you never know. Not, not, not in the tournament, yeah. right? But like, a, like those big, big forty six, forty seven, forty eights, like they're oh, out there. Oh, exactly. And like I know uh, Shane Kunster came in fourth. He is, was sitting number one for a long time there. Like I think it was this last weekend where things really changed. Day one, he entered that yeah, fish. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, there's some nice fish there. I'm sure there's some PBs there for people as well. Um, so. I mean, obviously you want to be in the top three, but all those are respectable fish that were that were entered in there. Like there's some some nice fish. So yeah, congrats congrats to those three and 
to all those other people that were catching those those 40 plus and everything like that. I know there was a couple close, like 38, 39. And like, I mean, I've caught a 39 that was fatter than most of the 42s, 43s that I've caught kind of thing. So it's like, I know it's a, the length-based tournament, right? That's a little different, but I mean, all those fish are still huge, hugely respectable fish. And then I guess coming on to the youth division, which was sponsored by Brandon Cater for his uh, realty there. Um, this yes, this sir. one, obviously, we, we only had five youth in the event, so um, it's not going to be as much of a race per se, but again, it was close. Like we had Xavier here, some big fish. Actually, yeah, you went you went three two one. I'll go three two one. We had Ember, friggin. So I'm sorry if I butcher names again. I'm terrible at names, but ninety nine point one centimeters. Very nice fish. Like that's thirty nine inches, something like that. So uh, very nice fish. That one was sitting second for a long time, um, and then we had Harper Scott, who caught a one hundred one centimeter that took home second place. And then Xavier Doan with 105.4 centimeter. So massive. Again, like all three of those fish are Yeah, huge within for, what, six centimeters of each other pretty for well? For the youth category? Yeah, exactly. So like, like my perspective is like for us, adult category is obviously a given. The youth category is something we want to promote and entice people to do for next year because honestly... It's it's unreal. You get you get some youth out there in a competitive atmosphere to submit catches like this, and they catch fish like this, and you know it's just memories that last a lifetime and opportunities to just get somebody <clears throat> absolutely passionate about fishing. Yeah, so exactly, yeah. We only had we only had five youth this this year. Um, you know, next year, like hopefully we have like twenty or thirty youth enter and. There's like 15 fish over 100 centimeters next year in the youth category. Like you know, yeah, what I mean? exactly. Like if you're if you're taking your kid out fishing with you, because I know lots of guys are doing that. It's maybe the only way you're able to get out fishing is the wife makes you take the kids out. But um, I mean, you want to get them into it, right? And so why not enter them? Like you know how pumped they're going to be. Like I I helped out at the Buffalo Pound Youth Derby there, um, put on by the Moose Jaw Wildlife Federation, and those kids were pumped to take home a hat. Right. Like it's, it's, they're out there. I don't know how many 14 centimeter perch I measured and stuff like that. And they're all just pumped to be out there fishing. They're so happy to run up with their fish and get it measured. And this is no different. Like uh, Harper there, he's my little cousin that I was, I had taken out fishing um, two of the weekends and he caught that pike. I guess I could tell this story with that one. Um, we were, we were fishing Saturday at uh, Buffalo and we had been, we had been tip up fishing since like, 10 o'clock that morning and uh, we had to come in in for supper that night and so I started playing the final countdown on my or in the truck when we were just sitting there watching the flags we had had I think Harper caught like a 30 33 incher right in the morning uh, and then Justin who is on the leaderboards later on he came out and he caught a like a 37 or something like that we had two flags all day and we had our full amount of tip-ups going that we could um I didn't even get a flag all day, kind of whatever. That's fine. I wasn't fishing the tournament, but um, yeah. Anyways, we get into, I start playing the final countdown. I didn't realize it's a five minute song. So basically I was like to Harper, this is your final five minutes. He wasn't going to be able to get out Sunday because he had hockey. 
And I was like, well, we'll see what happens in five minutes and share shit a minute and a half left in the song flag goes up and we book it over there. He sets into it and, uh, ends up pulling up this pike ends up being his PB his current PB now. Uh, and he was just jacked. He's holding really good hero photos, stuff like that. The fish was beat up like it's tail. He's lucky actually that it's tail wasn't as beat up on the bottom part. Cause the top part was like, looked like it had been bitten off at some point and was just lost like half the length on the top part. Lose it. Lose it. Yeah. Losing yeah, inches, inches on the there. And right where for people at pike fish right where you kind of get that grip, uh, not in their gills, but along that along that part there, uh, both of those on or the on either side of that, that was clearly a older wound that had had healed up. But you could literally just stick your hand right through, like it was it was a beat up fish. Um, so, anyways, yeah, he was pumped about that. But we're talking about people getting pumped. He ended up skipping hockey the next day to come out to Last Mountain with me because he was just so jacked about that. <laughs> First thing he says when he gets in the truck, he said that was awesome, and I said what are you talking about? He's like last night. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> he's talking to, talking about the pike from the day before. So that was the first thing he said when he got in the truck. So it was pretty, pretty cool getting to see that. Um, but yeah, that was the pike category close for the, for there only being three youth pike uh, or four youth pike entered or whatever. Um, that's a pretty close leaderboard there. So once again, the pike, the pike fishing was exciting. Everyone knows we have great pike fishing in Saskatchewan and, that was uh, clearly showed here in the tournament. So I guess uh, that takes us on to the uh, adult division for longest walleye slash soccer, hey? Yes, sir. And uh, this leaderboard is brought to you by Rapella Canada. And we didn't crack 30. There was no there was no walleye over 30 inches, which, you know, 30, 30 inches is a big fish. But there was still some big fish. Like They're it fat. was very close to cracking thirty. Um, they were huge. They're, I mean, it's just that time of year, right? So um, I got a couple points on these two. Once you're going of, over them, so I'll just butt in when when you get to them. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Again, you know, lots of uh, lots of great fish entered. Um, nine fish over sixty centimeters. So you know that's that's pretty decent. Those are those are good sized fish. Number three. We got Brandon McGillis. Yeah. 69.2 So this was one of my... So congratulations, Brandon. Yeah, this is one one of my fun facts. Um, That fish was entered. I think Brandon must have slept overnight wherever he was fishing. I was on my way to Diefenbaker the day the tournament started. And that fish was... He caught that fish like 12 minutes into the tournament. 27 and a half incher. And just, I'm like... Okay, as well, that category is starting off pretty strong. So, yeah, that was that was pretty funny to see that. No, that's that's a really good fish. Yeah, and honestly, this one, like just looking at looking at the photo here, not not it's not a fat fish. It's just yeah. long. Um, but yeah, heck of a first entry, Brandon. Yeah, good job. Um, next up, um, this is actually uh, my brother-in-law's buddy. And so Big Brandon was out fishing with him when he caught this fish. And uh, Jesse Manastirsky? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not even going to attempt that again, Jesse. But uh, without you know, further ado, congratulations, 73.1 centimeters. Um, that's a huge fish. Uh, it's, you know, looking at this photo here, it's chunky. Um, beautiful catch. I know Brandon was pretty jacked up when he caught it. 
he texted me right away. He's like, hey, man, like Jesse just got like, I think he's like second on the walleye category. You know, he just got a big burb too. Like we're, we're on him. And I was like, all right, man, like go chase the pike now. Um, Cause that's the thing, right? Like be with the three species, you can essentially get first in all three yep. categories, you know, and just get paid out. What is I think it's six fifty mm-hmm. for first place. Um, you know, so that's a decent payday if you can if you can finish first in all three three categories. You're taking home some cash for a sixty dollar yeah, exactly. entry. Um, but yeah, congratulations, Jesse. And in first place, Chris Wall, seventy five point four centimeters, and that fish is just an absolute chunk. That is a gorgeous walleye. So, um, congratulations, Chris, um, on your entry. And uh, yeah, we'll be sure to send you guys all your winnings via e-transfer yeah, as well. So that was another fun fact I had there. Chris messaged me on Instagram uh, not long after he caught that fish and uh, basically said, I'm not sure where that fish is going to finish, but he said it was tagged. So I'm like, what are the odds of that? And so oh, yeah, yeah. His, his fish ended up being the winning fish and it was tagged. And on Monday, he was able to message me. Chris uh, from the uh, Sport Fish Research Group got back to him. And so he forwarded that on to us. He says that um, this fish was tagged June 5th, 2022 at the Regina Beach Tournament. Uh, it was showing signs okay. of barotrauma, but clearly has made a strong recovery. Was 9.7 pounds at the time of tagging and likely 10.7 to 11 pounds when Chris caught it. Um, I'll leave nice. the one part out because I'll kind of maybe point out where he was. But yeah, that's uh, pretty crazy that... Uh, the fish was showing signs of barotrauma and because I think when we were talking to Chris on the pod about barotrauma, he's talking about how um, they were trying out some new ways and, and dealing with that, right. When releasing those fish. So, I mean, good to see that yeah. that fish obviously has made a full recovery. Uh, it said it made a huge movement in the lake. The, the name of the lake is long lake. So, I mean, uh, you can kind of put two and two together there, but yeah, no, very nice fish. And the fact that it was tagged makes it just that much cooler as far as it being the winning fish in, in this year's event. Yeah. No. So congratulations, you three. Um, some great fish there. So, you know, jumping into this the is a quick one. <laughs> walleye soccer category, <laughs> we only got one placement here, and that is Harper Scott um, with 33 centimeters. Logan, I know <laughs> you got a little bit of a story to go along with this one. But, yeah, we had we had no entries in the walleye sauger category, which kind of blew my mind because I feel like those are typically, you know, the type, you know, whenever I go out with, with young young guys they just, or young girls, they always want to go mm-hmm. catch walleye. Yeah, and that's, I was surprised about it too. That I was like, after each weekend went by that there's no more walleye entered in there. I'm thinking like, if I, if I saw that, I'd be like, oh, let's just go and try and catch one walleye, right? Um, we're just all it takes is one at this point and that's kind of what happened with harper so like i said we had finished fishing that day and he wasn't going to fish sunday because he had hockey well he ended up skipping hockey and came to last mountain with me and um it was like his fourth fish of the day he caught a couple little perch and then a cisco and then he caught this 13 inch walleye and that ends up being what's what takes home first place in the place in the youth division there because there was no other fish so he was pretty jacked about that and then it was just kind of fishing because yeah. i was at like what time was that? Like maybe like 
10 in the morning, 9.30 in the morning kind of thing. It was more just hopefully that fish holds on for the rest of the day. We'll see if anyone else has the same same plan as Harper did to, to try, just try and catch one walleye on the last day of the event. So, uh, yeah, he's pretty yeah. pumped about that. Well, that's just it, right? Like, if there's no other no other entries, right? You go catch a 13, 13-inch walleye and you take home first place, you're getting, you know, Harper's taking home $250 in prizing from Repel yeah. Canada. And it was just up for grabs, yeah. really. I mean, you could you could have submitted a a, a fingerling if yeah, you really exactly. wanted. And that's like it's it's kind of like some of the reactions you see on uh, thirty nine hours and stuff like that when they're happy to catch a twelve inch fish of whatever species, right? Just because they need it for the points. And we were yeah. absolutely I don't know what was going on. We was just a Cisco slay day, just Cisco nonstop, and they're munching hard, and then. So we pulled up, all of us had pulled up a couple of those and then pulls up this 13-inch walleye and everyone's just pumped because <laughs> we actually caught a walleye and weren't really expecting that. And so, yeah, that was that one was pretty funny. But uh, I guess we'll we'll move on to the uh, adult division for the bourbon. This is another pretty competitive category. Bourbon. Yeah, it, it appears that our listeners share yeah. the uh, same love of bourbon as we do because there's quite a few entered. Absolutely. Man, let's see. How many... 11 bourbon over 70 centimeters yeah, entered. That's, that's impressive. Like there's some slobs that were entered for burbs. And, you know, we've, we've talked about this in previous episodes. Like this is Logan's favorite species. This, I don't, I don't know if I'd call it my favorite species, but I definitely love going out and like chasing burbs. Like one, they're a good eating fish Two, eating. You just can't, you can't even compare it's a, a fight. Yeah, it's like, a different fight. A burb, it's a different fight, right? Because they just roll around. Like they, you know, they, they're not huge head shakes. Like they literally like roll their body into, into the fight, and it's just crazy. So, um, big burbs. Let's let's. Do you want to dive into this one? This this leaderboard is brought to you by Thirteen Fish in Canada. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this one was pretty cool. Some pretty funny uh, pictures that lots of people camping overnight for them that I I saw when when I uh, was approving the catches and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, like Brian said, like a master angler burbot is seventy six centimeters, I believe, and so there was tons of people close to that and above that with uh, with their entries. And this was this was a pretty competitive one. Uh, first and third were separated by two point seven centimeters total. Um, and obviously like burbot can be yep. pretty hard to measure. Like, uh, I mean, I was there for measuring quite a few of those and just trying to get them to go straight and keeping the fish's health in mind and everything like that is, it's tough, right? You want to do it quick and the way that they like to curl up and they're so strong, it's like, just try and get the best measurement you can and release them. And I, I think I saw that with lots of people too. Like there wasn't many straight burbot, uh, in this event. So everyone's kind of dealing with the same <laughs> stuff. This entry, this entry by Nathan Parodies, he he ended up in fifth with seventy five point eight yeah. centimeters. But I think we actually touched on we actually mentioned this in the last episode. Um, this picture of his measurement, and um, this is the straightest bird, but I've ever seen. It literally just yeah, looks like exactly. a pencil. Like he he was. I I have no idea. I have no idea how he you know made yeah, that fish. He was do that. he was lucky to get that. Like that's getting like a really good a good measurement there, but. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll we'll hop into uh, third place was Bill Laundry with uh, eighty one point one centimeter. Um, that was a nice fish, really cool colors on it too. Uh, so congrats, Bill, on Got that. Uh, so Justin Nelson ended up in second with an eighty one point nine centimeter burbot. I was lucky enough to be there for this one as well. 
It was pretty cool fish. Uh, we caught a couple nice ones that night, which we'll see later. Um, if you see, if you look at the bump board picture in that one, uh, there's two of them holding it. Justin's got the black sleeves and our buddy Drew has the blue sleeves. Drew caught a 35 that night, which would have taken first place, I believe. Yeah, he caught a 35 that night. And I told him, that was one of the ones I told him he should enter. Didn't enter. And a couple hours later, caught that one. So uh, there's some some big fish out there. But Six, 650 yeah, bucks. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, congrats to you, Justin, on holding second place. Justin held first place for a long time. And then Jacoby Carr came in and swiped that from him for first place with an 83.8 centimeter. <laughs> uh, that was a nice fish as well. And you can even see in Jacoby's, like Beauty. he was, he, you can see... Looking from the the top down view, uh, he had, he dealt the same issue of those burbot not wanting to straighten out. So I'm sure that fish was even a bit longer too. So congrats to you three. Um, those are some very nice fish. And again, thank you to everyone who who entered those burbot, had those late nights, pounded bottom, stunk everything up. Uh, yeah, great great species, great yeah. species. <laughs> and. To top it all off, we have the the youth category <laughs> for Burbit. Uh, again, one entry, and Harper, you're taking home some prizes this tournament. I mean, this this fish is no slouch either. Like youth category Burbit, eighty two point six centimeters. That fish, that fish would have put Harper in second in the adult yeah, category. Exactly, and and that fish is the same thing. Uh, that was actually like a thirty four inch fish, but just when we we're able to get the picture snapped and get the fish fish dealt with. It ended up being a little bit smaller, but he was absolutely fixated on the burbot. Like we, once uh, we kind of got set up, we were camping out there and to get him away from his hole was impossible to do anything unless he just passed out and went to sleep for the night. Like it was, he was just fixated on those burbot pounding bottom like crazy. Um, and yeah, he hooked into a couple nice ones. He, up, he upgraded a couple times too. So uh, yeah, congrats to congrats to you, Harper. Yeah, so that finishes off like all of our our winners as far as the leaderboards go. Um, congratulations, everybody! You know the top three uh, in all of the adult categories are going to be paid out. Um, all the placements in the youth categories are getting prizing from uh, Rapella Canada, and um, yeah, we, we you know just thank you for entering. Uh, we hope you guys you know truly enjoyed the tournament. Um, you know the structure of the tournament. If you have any feedback, like things you liked, what you don't like, um, sh- shoot us a message on Instagram. Like we're super open. We want we want that feedback, especially if we're going to be doing this tournament moving forward. We want to know what could be done better. What you know? What did you like? Uh, what should we keep? What should we change? Um, so your feedback is crucial. Again, right? This tournament's for you guys. It's not really for us, but we enjoy putting it on. Um, you know, having the conversations with all you guys submitting entries and messaging us during the tournament, you know, getting all jacked up about these big fish that you're catching. Um, you know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's entertaining. It's, uh, I, you know, I believe it's good for the sport. Um, you know, releasing these big fish as well, you know, with proper, with proper, uh, fish handling, you know, this tournament is special to our fisheries as well. Exactly. It's, it's just more, more information that, uh, can be made available to scientists and stuff like that. Um, or biologists. I mean, it's it's just all all around. Everyone has a good time. Uh, getting rewarded. You're going to be out there fishing anyways. Like I said, get rewarded for it. 
Um, and it was just, it was just cool. I got to talk to a lot of people, whether it's Instagram calls, phone calls, stuff like that about, about their catches. Uh, some pretty cool stories from some of the guys, like one of the burbot that was in third for a bit was caught. He has a video of it biting two feet below the ice. Like it's, it's some pretty cool stuff out there. And it was pretty neat seeing all those or hearing all those stories from everyone and, and kind of just seeing the, the little bit of the community and the competitiveness come out in it too. Cause like I said, lots lots of these people are listeners. Most of them would be listeners, obviously, and uh, just thankful to everyone that listens and, and participate in the event. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, if you do get a message from us uh, via email on Instagram or something, uh, we are going to be, you know, doing some random prizing as well. Just, you know, if you entered the tournament, um, your name's going to be put in, and we're just going to be drawing some some random prizing just to send out uh, some excess um product from Repel Canada and 13 Fishing and Strike Master. Um, and just to show our appreciation to to you guys for, you know, supporting the Weekend Warriors Co. and Fishing Podcast throughout the last three years, supporting this tournament and, um, you know, just helping us thrive and um, promote, you know, Saskatchewan as a fishing and outdoors, um, I don't know, oh. <laughs> yeah oasis and you know we we truly do we truly do have like some of the best fishing in the country so thank you guys um for following along you know over the years we we really do um appreciate it yeah for sure and it's like brian said it's something we plan to do next year as well uh we'll get the ball rolling earlier on that get some good promotion hopefully get a lot more people in it uh a lot more a lot more competitive people there too. Like obviously there's fishermen all over that catch big fish in this province and it'll be cool to to see who enters next year. But uh, I think that kind of kind of wraps it up for this one. Uh, another kind of quick one here, just going with tournaments. We plan to get back to our normal interview episodes here now that we've wrapped up the tournament and are, are done doing the recaps and stuff. But uh, I guess one last thing, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, be sure to check out 13 Fishing, our presenting sponsors. Use code WEEKENDWIRES, save yourself 50% off uh, 15% off. We're getting close into that springtime here where we're going to be back in open waters. So definitely be sure to stock up on all that stuff and make sure you're ready for May 5th here in Saskatchewan. Yeah. They, if you aren't following, uh, Repel Canada or 13 fishing, uh, on Instagram, go check them out. Uh, they actually, actually 13 fishing just posted a bunch of great videos from one of their recent, um, fishing shows that they were at um, talking about a ton of the great products that they just released this past year. Um, they talk about a lot of, you know, their rods and reels baits. Go check the, go, go check out those videos, you know, um, lots of great information, a lot of products that they have, you know, are budget friendly. So um, yeah, you go look at those, take, take in consideration 15% off. And uh, you can have yourself some some pretty nice setups going into open water season. So thank you guys again uh, for tuning in and stay tuned for more special guest episodes coming up. Thanks for tuning in to the Weekend Warriors Fishing Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a review on your favorite listening platform so we can reach more anglers just like you. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for media updates and behind-the-scenes content.